Welcome back to the Project Gen X podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Alan Smith, along with... I'm the other guy, Big Dave. And I'm Barry! And uh, we're actually doing this remotely, if you can't tell, <laughs> by the sound quality. <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, we are doing this episode as a, uh, a thank you in a lot of ways to, to our listeners. Uh, this is kind of a... Um, as Oktoberfest is... is get- do what? Getting a, you get a bonus track. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, uh, for Oktoberfest. With, with Halloween you didn't being... You have to wait for the album to play out. Exactly. And with uh, Halloween being on a Monday, we thought, hey, why don't we just go ahead and drop in a little extra something down in here that, that we really love that's Halloween-related uh, or adjacent or something. I guess it is kind of directly involved with it, depending... Um, depending on what we're talking about, but we are going to do a... We're going to give you a bonus episode here about The Legend of Sleepy Hollow. Uh, and when we now say that... Yes. This is the Disney version. The Disney version uh, of the, the, the cartoon uh, of The Legend of Sleepy Hollow. Now, I went a little further with this. I actually went and listened to the short story before we did this. Oh, the Washington Irving? Yeah, the Washington Irving story, which I had never I had never nice. read it before or, or, or anything, and I found an audio version of it that I could it's listen to last night. It's been a long time since I've done it. Yeah, it was pretty good. and uh, we'll, you... Uh, We'll talk about the differences and the similarities and all that kind of stuff. But, uh, yeah, Disney's uh, Dave or Barry, somebody's got to have some kind of rundown on this. I got it. All right. I got it. All right. Legend of Sleepy Hollow was originally released in October 26, 1955 as a short movie. Uh, was later released, partnered with The Wind in the Willows, and it was then repackaged as the legend of was it the legend of Ichabod Crane? It's the, no, it's the, it advent, was the, the adventures, adventures of Mr. Toad. And no, Mr. Ichabod Toad and Mr. Toad. It's Ichabod and Mr. Toad. Yes. Yeah. Um, the story on this actually goes all the way back. The actual original book from uh, from Washington Irving, uh, as previously mentioned, there was also another re-release on this of from Will Rogers called The Headless Horseman. Okay. And that was back in 1922. Uh, they kind of, sort of used Ichabod Crane to a degree, but not nearly as much as the Washington Irving one. Okay. Uh, it's it's been re- the the story's been retold countless times, oh, yeah, including yeah. several live action versions of it. Uh, most recently, I believe it was Johnny was Depp, Johnny, Johnny Depp, and Christopher Walken. Yeah. And Christina Ritchie. 
Oh yeah, I forgot she was. Yeah, in that. and that I was another. She was in that. that was another Tim Burton abomination. So. Yes, but uh, for anyone that watched the Magical World of Disney, this was something that they utilized a lot around yes, Halloween. Yes, yes. And uh, this was because and of its. Part of the reason I wanted to do this is because that was like the tradition on Halloween night. They would show oh, yeah. this, you know, when we, when, I, when we were kids. Yeah. And uh, this I was also something it. that the teacher would roll the 16 millimeter film yes. projector into the classroom around Halloween. And you would have to watch Mr. Toad to get to Ichabod Crane. Okay. So before right. we, we get much further, just talking about that, one other thing I want to bring up one of the live action versions of this. Did you guys ever see the 1980 version of Legend of Sleepy Hollow live action where Jeff Goldblum plays Ichabod Crane? Yes. Yes. Oh, my no. gosh. I forgot about that. And Dick Butkus no, played Brom never. Bones. And Who did? I'm sorry? Uh, Dick Butkus played Brom Bones. <laughs> yeah. And Meg Foster played uh, Katrina Van Tassel. And nice. Yeah. And it was really kind of cool because they had a little different take on it. Um yeah, it was it was fairly fairly consistent, you know, with, with the story. But what was kind of cool was at the end of it, they actually like they set it up to where Brom Bones actually was the headless horseman. You know, like he was the one he was actually chasing. Yeah. But there oh, was wait. yeah, I but have seen that one. there was a point where Ichabod says something about, oh yeah, you know, because uh, because they catch Brom, you know, and he's like, yeah, what? A, you know, he's like, that was really scary when you were chasing me back that one. He's like, what are you talking about? I never got over there to where there was actually like the actual head with horseman showed. <laughs> you did know? it happen yeah. or did it not? happen? Exactly, you know, you know it's one of those things. Yeah. So, well, this this it's hard to call it a movie. This show it's a short, um, it, it, you know, short, short. Yeah, it is. It's, I think it was uh, what thirty two minutes or something like that. It's somewhere around half an hour. Around. Yeah, yeah. Because when they butted it together with um, the wind in the willows, I believe it's it about an hour, right around hour. It was sixty-eight. Minutes. No, it was sixty-eight minutes with both films. Okay, so, and I'll be honest, I had never seen the wind in the willows before this. Oh, really? And I sat down and watched this. Yeah, I never saw it. Uh, just, it's it was all right. One of those ones that escaped. Yeah, me. it was okay. I, I watched it with my uh, my wife and my stepdaughter last night, and we had a great time doing it. Ellie is now a huge fan of the headless horseman. Well, good, so, as every kid should I'll take be. That as a plus. <laughs> yes, yeah, because <laughs> I think Ichabod was more scary than the headless horseman in a lot of ways. As far yeah. as how he looked. <laughs> oh, we're we're gonna get into that. Yeah. Oh, that schnoz, that schnoz in those ears. Okay, but one thing we have to talk about before we even get into this, as far as the casting on this, there was a lot of, hey, it's that guy's as far as the voices, because there was only like four or five characters that actually spoke, but the narrator. Oh, it's Bing Crosby, yeah. It's Bingo. Yes, it was Bing Crosby. And actually, this was one of the last performances that Bing had done for the Disney version of it before he passed away. Really? I didn't yeah. realize that. One of the last recorded versions. Uh, Bing the Crosby recorded, died uh, in like the early '80s, didn't he? Yes, but he didn't. He didn't produce anything. Oh, that's right. This, this was the last thing that he did with. Okay, it's a, yeah. Wow, and that was a actually, long. That's a long uh, time. But was it '55? Is that what you well, said it was? Actually, I take that back. When it went to television, it okay. Went to television in '77, and oh, he died okay, okay. right around '78. Like, Toward the end of yeah, uh, so the end of the '80s. Because because evidently this thing was released October 5th and '49. In yeah, forty nine. Well, it was okay. released in the theaters in forty nine. It was released as the partnership with uh, Wind in the Willows in fifty five, and then when they started doing the Magical World of Disney, right? This uh, first hit TV in seventy seven, right? Yeah. And you know, there is there is a different version and, of this than what 
Dave and I watched where it has yes. been, it has uh, Walt Disney like doing the like in, doing the intros and the everything intros. and there's yeah. that also that, that introduct there is that um at the very end of it you know when when Bing says man I'm getting out of here you know where it yeah. comes back and, and Walt's <laughs> like I'm right there with you or whatever it is he says you know as they go out into the credits yeah. for the the it, magical it was world like of Disney one was recorded for the world of Walt Disney and one was done for yeah, like, the film that was released. And that was and always honestly, fun to see which one it was, you know? So, yeah. yeah. And, and this one was, it was a Walt Disney production, but it was actually distributed by RKO radio pictures. Yes. Now, did you notice yeah. who one of the number, who one of the other voice actors on this thing was? Oh, it's Basil Rathbone. Basil Rathbone, yeah. <laughs> that's 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 the original Sherlock Holmes. Right. I mean, come on, you know. My mother is the biggest Sherlock Holmes fan on the planet. If I hadn't recognized Basil Rathbone, I can mm-hmm. hear her yelling at me now. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that was kind of cool to hear that playoff of those voices, and you can hear where it, it, it. For those that haven't seen it, it starts off with this painting across a library, and they pull a book out, yes. and you hear Basil Rathbone talking about it, and it's the Wind in the Willows. Well, once it finishes with that story, that gets closed. It pans a little further down, and they pull out the Legend of Sleepy Hollow. That's when Bing, Bing Crosby, Crosby comes over in, yes, and even makes a comment of saying, "Over on the other side of the the the, the pond, over right. in the colonies, this right. is our story." So you know, I thought that yeah. was kind of cool. Just you know that that acknowledgement that this is an American tale. That this Very is not, much not that movie. Yeah, but, <laughs> but uh, yeah, thank God. Like, oh, that's, that, that that's yeah. cute, British guy. Let me tell you about our American yeah. version. Right. Of what What's that? You got a talking mole and a talking rat and a talking toad. Cool. Right. We've yeah. got we've got we've got a headless horseman. We've got murder. We've right. got jealousy. <laughs> we've got gold digging. We've got yes. scam artist. Yes. 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 We, I mean, everything about this. Okay. So, Alan, for our listeners, do you want to give them a quick rundown on the story? Sure. Um, Actually, I have a rundown on this. Okay, oh, go right ahead. All right, Dave. Do take it, Dave. It, baby. That's fine. So, there is this quaint New England town just north of New York. That has Terry, a Terrytown, yeah. Terrytown, mm-hmm. yep. and it has a shyster of a school teacher wander in <laughs> to come in and try to seduce the women of the village to try to better his own pocketbooks and keep him fed, and keep him fed. And when he starts flirting with the belle of the village, the town hero, who <laughs> really we're painting Brom Bones as the town hero. Okay, goes. <laughs> He, he's just a blue-collar working boy who's already had, you know, intentions for this girl. Gets interrupted by this big schnoz, shovel-footed, gold-digging shyster. <laughs> and decides to get revenge on him by scaring the devil out of him, chasing him on a horse with no head. So, Wasn't that a song from America, A Horse With No Head? Yeah, something Close. like that. Okay. So yep. uh, so what you're saying... And, and, either, and either kills him and buries his body in the woods or runs him out of town to where he goes somewhere else. So what you're saying, Dave, is that, you, is that you support Gaston in Beauty and the Beast, right? Yes. No, 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 no. That's, there's, there's a difference between those two characters. Well, you it's, know, as, it, it's funny as you a, say that. As a kid, I felt sorry for Ichabod watching this last night. I was like, "Oh no, I watched this completely wrong." Oh, okay. Well, it's been proven that the 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 characters of Ichabod Crane and the character of Brom Bones, both of them were inspirations for Gaston in Beauty of the Beast, as well as Lumiere. 
I can see that. I can see that's that. That's a direct. It's basically like a human form of Lumiere. As as I was uh, watching but, this again last night for the umpteenth time, I, I started seeing Gaston <laughs> quite a bit. Like I'd never, because I ne- I was I've never been a big fan of the Beauty and the Beast stuff. But I, all of a sudden, I was like, oh no, I could hear that song now. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Now, and even in this tale, they talk about how he was he was kind of a ruffian and yeah. he was a jokester and all that. Right, right. But he was never mean-spirited or anything like that and most of the village still liked him that was well in, i think that was disneyfied because I'm sure I, no, not no, really it, no because again i listened to the i listened to the to the, the audio book of this last of, of this story okay. last night and that is one of the things that's a little different in the disney version as from washington urban's original uh, writings mm-hmm. is that he is it's one of those things where you know that that Brom Bones, which is actually his his name is not Brom Bones, it's Brom something else. But they call him Brom Bones because he's so big and you know and strong and everything. Um, the him and the Sleepy Hollow Boys, they're just they're they're just good time. I mean they're they're out they're they're ba- they're basically frat bros is what they are, and right. you know and they pull a lot of pranks and that kind of stuff. But nothing is mean spirited. There is no malintent. There's none of that. It's just they're like oh yeah, that's just those it, that's just the the the, the boys out having it's- fun, you know. So it, it's the group of guys that yeah. we all hang out with. Where we're Some of all us used to be the boys <laughs> that we're, we're all hanging out with the boys. We're all just cutting up and having a good time. Right. We're, right. We're not, you know, nothing's really mean spirited. One of those or, things know, that will bust like your that. balls, but then we'll buy you all the beer you need to get over it. So it's <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. So something I found kind of interesting about this, you know, we, we, we talk a lot about the tall tales and the, the Disneyfication mm-hmm. of things and things like that. But the location that this is based off of. The characters are completely fictional, but right. the actual location was real. Right, Terrytown was, was a real Terrytown. place. Uh-huh. It was in uh, Westchester County, New York. Yep. Uh, yeah. It was founded by the Dutch. It's about 25 miles outside of Manhattan. Apparently, and they make mention uh, of that um, at the very beginning where they're talking about, you know, Manhattan, was, was it a, a farm town or something like that? Yes. yes. It was just another port on the Hudson. Right. That's right. And then they, they kind of pan up the Hudson and you see where Terrytown was, which I thought was kind of cool. Um, there was a section of it, the the nearby village of North Terrytown, they used to nickname it Sleepy Hollow, mm-hmm. uh, just because of the actual shape of where it was at. It was in kind of the hollow of all these little, you know, the Adirondacks right, right. that they are, um, you know, right up in that part of the world. Uh, but as I thought it was very cool. And actually, Washington Irving is buried in the Sleepy Hollow Cemetery. Nice. Nice. Yeah. I was like, that's these little elements of it just, to me, make this story that much more interesting and actually they've they've that hollow the -hmm. city that's in that hollow they have gone in and renamed as sleepy hollow nice um and i mean it's got a population of ten thousand folks at this point yeah well i mean it's it's still thriving and i just it's kind of cool to think that you can go to the place that inspired this story and see you know the the graveside of the man that wrote it and kind of see what kind of inspired him and where he got that element from i just it, it, those types of things just to me makes those <laughs> stories that much more special it, it it's literally just up the road from Terrytown. yeah um with these uh with this story also i thought this was kind of interesting that this this actually holds a record boys mm-hmm. this is the only disney movie short film whatever where the villain wins if you think about it, at the end of it, there's not another movie that you can you can list 
where actually the they leave they leave it ambi- ambiguous. Ambi- well, okay, look here. That's another difference between this between actually any. Well, I don't know. Maybe, maybe not any, but especially this. But I'll, I'll give it this. This this Disney short is very. I, I will give it props for staying true to the source material. You know, there there are yes. some Disneyfied this and that. They do sway from the stuff, but by and large, it's very faithful to Washington Irving's short story. The big difference between the two is the ending, because it is one of those things where yeah. they go through all of the like you know. You know, it's kind of the same way this ends, where you're like, "Oh, they found his hat," and you know, some people say that you know, in the in yeah. in the in this cartoon version of it, you know, they, they there's the voiceover says, "You know, some people say that he moved on to another town and married, you know, married a woman and this and that, blah blah blah," but you know, but in the book or in the the short story, they actually go so far as to say, several years later, someone from the town was in New York and ran into Ichabod Crane. And they go through selling that he eventually, like, uh, you know, he was he was doing the school stuff, and he got into law and became and became a lawyer, and even got into politics. And so he did live, he did live, but he just he was scared so badly that he 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 moved completely out of the the, the district, tucked tail yeah. and ran like he should have. And <laughs> but they also go into how people, most of the people in the town didn't believe that it was actually the 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 headless horseman they believed that it was brom bones dressed Brown as bones. as yeah. the headless horseman and that he never would acknowledge it but anytime somebody would bring it up he'd get a big smile on his face and kind of chuckle so it's they, they kind of left that open as well as like oh okay so it was brom scaring him off because he'd gotten the best of him you know type thing so you know and let's be honest evidently brom bones was a heck of a storyteller because he had the whole village believing that Ichabod Crane had had his head taken off. Yeah. Yeah. So, so well, yeah. You remember this, in that scene where he's telling the story, I mean, oh, everybody's yeah. hanging oh, yeah, on yeah, every yeah, yeah. word that Dude. he's telling, except the girl. She's laughing. She's laughing the entire time. Well, she's laughing Actually, at Ichabod because he's so she's, superstitious. She's laughing at Ichabod. Yeah, at, you know, Ichabod. I mean, he's over there in the corner freaking out, and she's laughing at him how scared he is. I have always loved, loved that dance sequence. Oh, yes. In this. Uh, yes. I mean, that has always, since I was a kid, seen I was like, this is brilliant, <laughs> you know, the way that they do it. And the music and how the music keeps speeding up. You know, and it's and, just really yeah. great. It's, it's it's wonderfully done. He, the animation on this thing is spectacular. That opening shot where they're yeah, like going is. over this, like through the you know all the little hollows and you know over the you know the the, the trees with the, the 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 leaves have turned and it, it's just gorgeous. So Disney used to exactly. used to do animation right, you know. <laughs> yeah, well, when uh, when Brom Bones pulls the girl off from the side just to try to to cut in, right, dance, right, and she he can't get rid of her was was my favorite oh, scene. The whole thing, she would not let go of him. He throws her in her closet. Money, he, I mean, it just <laughs> that that brunette was doing some very inappropriate things to him on the dance floor. Oh, it was awesome! <laughs> it was awesome. I loved it. it and really I'm sitting is. there watching, uh, and again. This is definitely, you know, and, and I know we normally wait till the end of this to talk about this part of it, but this is a movie that truly, I wasn't sure how well it was going to hold up. Oh, I knew. I, I, I've watched I this so many times, even in recent oh, years, yeah. where I'm like, I knew this was going to, this was going to be fine. So, 
Uh, well, I, I put it to the, the best acid test that I could put it to. <laughs> uh, for those of you that don't know, I have a, a stepdaughter who is a special needs. She has Down syndrome. And she's very, very picky about what she likes and doesn't like as far as animated movies, stories, TV shows, things like that. I was like, if Ellie likes this movie, it holds up. And she was deadlocked on it the entire time we were watching yeah. it. She was in love with it. So I was like, okay, that, that right there tells me that this movie has staying power. You know, Well, that's because when Walt himself was still involved in the stuff, the cartoons were very much for the kids. Oh, absolutely. They were also yeah. very on point and very, very, very well done. There was nothing cheap about these things no. at all. Yeah. I oh, know, yeah. like I said, you the know, the only used, thing cheap was Walt. <laughs> yeah, they, you know, that how, like I said, they used to show this on Halloween you know, every year. Mm -hmm. And I remember, of course, you know, back then you had three channels of PBS, and there's one TV in the house, and that's it, you know. And you know, my dad, who's not really big on a lot of, you know, television and well, at the time wasn't very big on television, you know, and, and especially not movies and stuff. Would always sit down and watch this with me, and he would always laugh just uncontrollably through the, the chase scene at the end because of oh, yeah. the fact and he would, and he would always, I, I remember this so vividly him like every time he's like, man, it's like that horse is riding that is riding Nicobod Green more than he's riding the horse. <laughs> it's like, no, you're oh, right. <laughs> let's, let, let's admit it. Ichabod was doing some very inappropriate things to that horse also. Honestly, <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not so much sure that that was a horse as it was a mule. Yeah. The well. thing that I loved about that whole sequence though, is it had a very Buster Keaton feel to it. Very. Yes. It had a very yes. Charlie Chaplin feel, you know, yeah. this, this it's, it's using animation to do physical comedy, and it was brilliant. I love done. all yeah. of the lead up of mm -hmm. them, like kind of the horse kind of sauntering through the hollow, and you know, and all like the sounds. Oh, yeah, all the sounds and talk all, about dude, this. this is so the the the, 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 the way foley they, work the way in they, this is amazing. <laughs> I know the way they capture how your imagination eventually builds up right. and takes innocuous little sounds that you hear every day but in the dark and in the woods mm -hmm. it yep. turns into something completely different and your own imagination can run away with you. yes well and and we've all all three of us have we've had all that been there right where we're, you know out out in the dark out in the woods out in somewhere and you're hearing something and it's just you don't know what it is so your brain tries yeah. to process what it is and it's totally oh, wrong right i'm about to get to experience that for five days in a row coming up pretty soon <laughs> yeah around well, halloween enjoy buddy yeah. I'm, <laughs> I'm actually i'm actually going to be tent camping in the appalachian mountains the weekend before halloween so this this could get interesting dave's getting ready to be but, yeah, uh, getting ready to be bigfoot's I mean, best it? friend so <laughs> Yeah, exactly. You had, well, now, let's 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 go through them here, boys. You had what the frog that was you know mimicking the sound of was it run away? Yeah, uh, the, no, well, it was saying Ichabod. Well, it no, was, something else was saying Ichabod. No, that was, was the, the that was the crickets. Was it the crickets that were saying yeah. it was Ichabod? Okay. Yeah. And you had the cattails that were that were flopping that, that were hitting slapping the, on the, the log. log that sound like a horse. Yeah. yeah. And, I mean, yeah. just all kinds of you know the screech owl that came through, and you know all you had of the, the two the, the two fireflies that were in oh, that tree. Wait that a second, like, before yes. we go any further, Reaper. I have always always loved that one shot where he is riding and he looks up at the moon and it looks like a big hand. The clouds, yeah, is going the, the to cover to like cover hands. to cover yeah. in it, the, it, to cover the moon. It looks like yeah. it's getting ready to just. I know it's so awesome. The moon and so crush awesome. it in a palm. 
Well, yeah. that and the scene, you know, actually before that, back in the dance sequence where he's getting, you know, Brom Bones is telling the story and he gets scared and he's pouring himself a cup of coffee or tea. He pours it off, yeah, yeah. He pours it, it hits the cat, the cat jumps from there into, into the jack-o'-lantern, yeah. <laughs> and you see the cat's eyes coming through the eyes of the jack-o'-lantern. Yes, I, was like, I know, that's it's pretty good. sweet. That, that's, that's brilliant animation right there. But, yeah, he goes through the whole thing, He's he, he plays it up in his head, he's getting scared to death, and then when he finally falls beside the log and sees the the cattail slapping it he starts laughing maniacally because yes. he i guess he's trying to convince himself that it's safe oh and the effects the effects they the, put on the, his voice for it yes. to laugh oh yeah yes. with that and echo where, yeah, no, the yeah. Both laughing, you know? yeah and then the and then right. and then the headless horseman appears and <laughs> okay so we got to yeah. talk about the horseman for a minute right because this this was almost pulled because of the headless horseman. Okay. The head too scary. Uh, the, there was, a, it, there was actually a survey that was done. Uh, I think it's back in like eighty nine or ninety. This is why you never do surveys. Surveys are crap. The 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 scariest characters from Disney movies. Okay. The actual scariest ones, and they listed stuff like the Firebird from Fantasia two thousand. Uh, the, the okay, night on bald, Black Cauldron. Night on Bald Mountain had to be on that. Uh, Sherbog from yeah, Fantasia. Sherbog, yeah. Yes. Uh, but uh, the Horn King from Black Cauldron was terrifying. But the one that left them all in the dust was the Headless Horseman. Uh, they still get complaints about that thing scaring their kids. To Good. this day. They I should. Folktales are meant to scare children to keep them in line. <laughs> well, but I, I think that this was something that you really got to see Disney start to venture into their dark side a little bit, not just with the character, but also with the music. I mean, the song Headless Horseman is still considered one of the darkest songs ever written for a Disney film. Oh, and it's brilliant. It's though. dark. It is brilliant. It's, it's brilliantly done, but it's dark as hell. I mean, you know, and just the, that whole scene where Brom Bones is sitting there, you know, singing all our you know telling the tale and singing the song about the headless horseman and watching ichabod just getting more and more terrified by it i mean i gotta be honest i watched it like i said the other night and i'm like okay if you took that song slowed it down put it in a minor key and then put it into a movie today you'd have an instant horror movie oh yeah oh yeah instant horror movie well i mean it was it was brilliant they uh all right somebody get on that so <laughs> what's funny is that, you know, I, and I, I showed you guys, of course, people watching can't see it. When I was a kid, I remember watching. watching? You mean listening? <laughs> well, no, people can't see this because it's on video. Um, when I was a kid, um, I, we were at Kmart. I remember this. It was Kmart and Donaldson. I remember this very vividly. And I'm over in the record section because it was still young enough to where they had record sections, you know. Um, and they had this Walt Disney's Legend of Sleepy Hollow record um, that was released. It says here on the back it was released in 1969. So it was one of those things that, you know, obviously it was, it was before they started doing the TV one. Right. Yeah. But there's differences between the two. For one thing, it's not Bing Crosby doing the narration. It's Billy Bletcher. And I remember that version. Yeah. And it's very cl like he's. It's very close, but it's not exactly the same. Like some of the lyrics are different than what's in the Disney yeah. version, you know, and some of the songs are slightly different. Like you know, the either sped up or, or maybe they have a 
um, a different refrain to them or something. It's really it's it's very close, but it's not. But and it is, this is a an actual Disney release, though. You know, I mean, like you know, it's branded Disney on the back of it. You know, it has pictures like stills from you know from the cartoon. The um, movie. Yeah, from yeah. the but and it's just it's really weird, like how because when when we were kids, you know, I didn't have access to the short. Yeah, unless it played on television right. because, you know. And then, like, once VHS became a thing and they did release it on VHS, renting it and watching it and being like, wait, that's not how that song goes. Because I had listened to this record so many times. that I, and, it's, and it's kind of strange to how they how they did that. But I guess that's just a Disney thing. It's not the only time. They, they've, they've done that on several other things as well. Um, well, yeah. And, I mean, Disney used to love to take some of their shorts and then combine them. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I distinctly remember one that they did with uh, what was it Paul Bunyan, Pecos Bill, and there was a Johnny Appleseed. Was was Johnny Appleseed. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. It was Appleseed. It was they called it something. I forget what it was. It was uh, Americana or something. It was something that tall they, they yeah Tall Tales. That's what it was. Like. Tall Tales. That's what it was. Yeah. 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 But uh, they they were notorious for doing that because they had all of these shorter films, and then once they started to actually make movies you know, that hour and a half, two hour long length, they wanted to be able to capitalize on this. So basically what they did was kind of cram these together. And I think that's kind of what they were doing with the wind in the willows and, you know, legend of sleepy hollow Mm -hmm. in this aspect. But the way that they did it with this one, it worked. Well, it wasn't just, Hey, here's three stories. You know, it carried across using Basil Rathbone and Bing Crosby. And I do remember that other version mm-hmm. that had the, what was the guy's name you said? Well, it was see, Billy I'm Bletcher. Gonna argue, I'm going to have to argue with you here on that Tall Tales. It seems like they did something to tie all three of those together like they did they on the tried. rest of them. And well, they, I, it, it, they I, did. I remember Tall Tales. It was a great short. You it, know, was. it was. Three yeah. shorts, and it was great. And once again, it was something that the teachers would roll into the classroom mm-hmm. with this, the 16 and eventually VHS, you know, and show the class on a day they didn't feel like teaching or they were hungover or something. So, yeah. Oh, no, yeah. You know, and, and I remember seeing all that stuff on the Disney Channel back when it first premiered, you know, because yeah. they would they would run. They were like, hey, we have all this stuff. We can just run it, you know. Right. So. Yeah. I don't know. I guess to me, it just seemed like with the with this, this felt more cohesive. Mm-hmm. You know, it felt like it felt like two guys having a conversation, which I thought was kind of interesting when they transferred from from Basil over to Bing. Yes. You know, it, it really had a little bit more of a natural feel to it. Whereas, like with the Tall Tales ones, it was almost like, okay, well here's a story. Well here's another story. Well here's another well, story. Honestly, I think they've only they only had one guy doing the narration between the three. They did. On they Tall did. Tales. And I yeah. can't remember who so it was. So he was now. he was basically just doing transitions between the three instead of actually having a conversation between two different people from different sides of the Atlantic. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. And, and not to mention you're talking about huge names like you know Basil Rathbone and, and right, Bing Crosby, right. I mean, especially Bing you know. Crosby at the time. That was a huge get. I mean, that was a yeah. huge get. Not only Bing Crosby, Bing Crosby and the Bing Crosby Singers, because yes. yeah, that's the other thing is they got his entire group in there to do the songs. So, yeah, yeah, like I, the, I, the rhythmettes or something like that. 
I, I got to be honest. Once I went back and watched this, I was like, man, I forgot Bing Crosby could really sing. Yeah, he could. Wasn't the no. best human being in the world, no. but a no, great singer. Not in slightest. <laughs> And of course, you know it's also all that stuff. Yes. You know, that's like okay, this is so being Crosby. It's like you know, oh, okay, whatever. And, and I have a question for the both of you: How long after? Because I know you both went back and watched this movie recently. How long before you got the the lyric "Ichabod Ichabod Crane" unstuck from your head? I'll be oh, honest, guys. We're calling it. We're calling it the wrong thing. It was American Legends. Is that it what was it was? Okay, Tales. That's a completely okay. different. It's a completely different. Okay. Um, I'll be honest. Uh, I'll be honest. I think in my almost fifty years on this earth, there is oh, always and, at least a little bit of the, the refrain of that song running through my head. Yeah. So it's well, like, if you remember when he's going through the, the woods and he's trying to calm himself down, he starts he's whistling, whistling that, that scene right, too. right, yeah. right. Go ahead, Dave. Yeah. Now go ahead. I'm fine. Um, now we're done. Now so. Dave. Dave is still researching, so. <laughs> but I mean, and that, I think that was what made the, these two movies so so special. Specifically, you know, Legend of Sleepy, Sleepy Hollow is you don't expect somebody like Bing Crosby to be doing a horror story. You don't expect mm-hmm. that voice, that that you know crooner, you know your grandparents' favorite singer, to start telling you the story of you know a headless dude running through the forest trying to chop off somebody's head and steal it and if he can't I'll throw a pumpkin at him is this a horror I mean, story just, it, I, I definitely i mean and the reason no, why, it's a ghost story the reason why i say story, it but the, is that because it really doesn't turn into a horror story until the last what seven or eight minutes of, of of all of it you know i mean it's how many horror movies have you watched where it didn't actually get scary until the last 10 minutes all right, well, <laughs> Go back you know, and listen I mean, to our Halloween I, I, Ends episode, and I'll tell you how I feel exactly, about Exactly, you know. So. I, 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 I would <laughs> defend this. No, we're not going to use that as an example because mm. you backed all over that mm-hmm. movie. And The last yeah, 20 no. minutes of that movie is a great Halloween movie, but, you know. <laughs> but I will defend that this is a horror movie. This is definitely, I would say it's probably the, one of the precursors to modern-day horror because there's a lot of elements that, that actually carry over not just in horror but also just in general storytelling. I mean, Dave, you were talking about, you know, siding with Brom Bones on this, saying that he's the local boy and he's getting pushed out by this this fop that comes into town. How many John Hughes movies? How many, you know... I didn't realize John Hughes was into horror. Mm. Well, no, no, no. Stay <laughs> about with the Karate me. Kid, come on. Yeah. Karate Kid. Uh, <laughs> my first one was like Better Off Dead. Mm-hmm. You know, those types of movies, you know, where you have this whole conflict of... The, the, the preppy guy, the fop, with the common man, you know, usually over a girl. I say this is like the, this one of the ones that set the benchmark for it, that kind of set the template for it. Mm-hmm. Oh, one other thing that was really different between this Disney short and the short story is that, and this is something that's always kind of bothered me, at least once I got a little older and kind of really started thinking about how this is presented in the in the Disney short is the way that like Ichabod is like really like interested in, in he thinks that Katrina is beautiful but he's really interested in her dad's money you know yeah and that is not yeah. in the book that is not in the short story it's mentioned you know that hey you know marrying her would set someone up for life but it's not like they don't really go into that more of it he really is interested in her 
in the short story. Whereas in this, it's about 50-50. You know, it, it's kind of one of those. No, it's uh, not. No, it's more like 70-30. He's more into her dad's money than uh, I don't. I, I disagree with honest, that. In this, in this story, the way they set up Katrina, she's going to be nothing more than a high-maintenance problem for the rest <laughs> of her life. I agree. <laughs> I, yeah. I agree. Yeah, you're, you're, and you're another so, thing is, 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 so is, that, is she, and so she's also instigating a lot of it. better be worth it. And oh she, yeah, and no, she's, she's completely. She's using Ichabod to make Brom jealous. Is basically what she's doing, you know. And I mean, no, and very no, obviously, no. She's, she's using basically everyone to make everyone jealous. If you remember at the beginning of it, when she first makes the appearance, yeah, and all these guys knows, are rushing over. I mean, but she knows Brom is going to be the one that's going to try to win out overall, and she is. And when she finds Bronze Kryptonite in this. Big-footed schnoz of a toothpick. <laughs> she uses the, that guy to the nth degree. Oh, and granted. and I mean, she is going to be a high maintenance problem the rest of her life because she's a user. Yeah, you're not. So you're wrong. saying it's like a bod cram with the motherfucking top off is what you're saying. <laughs> Anybody else get that <laughs> reference? <laughs> Nice. Oh man. So so basically, what Dave is saying is this is the precursor to the the, the wives of Orange County or whatever it was, uh, something you know, like that. Like, but yeah, she's a Kardashian. They, they, she's going to be a Kardashian. You know, yeah. and that's also the thing in this. She never speaks at all. You know, she's there huh. basically to look pretty and to drive the story along. Is is basically it? I think she gives a woohoo at one point. Maybe. In time, and yeah. That's about it. You know. You know that that is yeah, a. I mean, again, in the in the short story, they make a, a a thing about her being a singer, and that's one of the things that like the Ichabod uses, you know, with the, like giving her music lessons at home to kind of like work his way in, you know, type stuff. Oh, it wasn't no, it, the music lessons were at his house. And no, it was, in um, the in the short story, they 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 go into oh, that. Oh, yeah, that, yeah, that, yeah. That, That's okay, now in I'll, this I'll, one, yeah, yeah, he's he's doing the choir. It's also one of those things that in the short story, Ichabod Crane does a little bit of everything. Like he works, he works in fields, you know, for, for different people. You know, he's a, he's the, he's the, the teacher, the schoolmaster, but he also d- like picks up anything that any, any job that anybody has, um, along right. the way. And that, you know, it is one of those things that he, he has his, he has his fingers in everything. So you take it, yeah. take it what it will, you know, they, they did, they made him a lot more of a, uh, of a Weasley guy in, uh, ghost in, yeah, in, in, Bop. yeah, in this yeah. thing. So. But yeah, but you got to admit he had he had great hair, he had great hair. <laughs> <laughs> the little bitty sprout that's I have always <laughs> I have always for some reason it tickles me when he's getting ready to go to, uh, to the chalk dust. The chalk dust has always just made me laugh for I whatever know, I was reason. Just about to just bring like... that up. Admit it. When you watched this when you were it's a like, kid, what is he? Why is he doing that? Show, yeah. Why is he doing chalk dust? You know. <laughs> Does yeah. he want to smell like a chalkboard? I know, I, mean, I know. It just <laughs> well, making out with the feather duster doesn't help either. That was a little weird. I'm not well, gonna lie. You know, that he was, was he weird. was imagining it was Katrina, you know. So it's a, uh, <laughs> although I do have to admit, I kind of love the fact of the gloves holding the book up. With oh, the, I know, I know. The, little, <laughs> the whip in the hand of it, and <laughs> and I lo- dude, okay, when he when he goes to like discipline that one kid like early on who's drawing the actual like crane uh, you know and the first thing he does is look in the the, the how box. much food can you get into that mo- i mean <laughs> seriously <laughs> well that's a, that's a dedicated kid man you I gotta do, keep that, him fed that would that would feed like a family of five though you know <laughs> 
Oh, and that was one thing I did love, and, and I have to admit, Ellie kind of fell in love with too, was the fact of where Ichabod had food stashed. Oh yeah, all, all, over, all the over, all I over mean, the place. The salad. He could scam a chicken leg, a salad, a piece of cake. I mean, it was. What did great. it say? Con man, scam artist, shyster. <laughs> yeah, Dave, but did you love this or not? Yeah. Oh, I love this cartoon. Oh, I, know, I love I the know. cartoon. Like, I yeah. just think people are rooting for the wrong person. Okay. Well, in our Fair tradition enough. here, Dave, I, I've got to ask, one out of five, how many tokens? Oh, this is four show booths tokens all day long. Solid four? All right. Solid Alan? four. No question. This is a five out of five. Love this. I can watch I, this I, any I, time of the year. It doesn't matter. It's just like, yep, put it on. So. I, I kind of I'm 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 kind of siding with Alan on this one. I think this I won't say it's perfect because it definitely has some moments in it that you know. It, you got to understand it, for, to get five tokens out of me, I, it's going to have to be a perfect movie. It's yeah, going to have to be absolutely perfect, no flaws, no nothing. So you're saying Halloween? And ends, I think right? that. <laughs> you're, you're not gonna let you go of that, are you? You, you? you saw how I rated that, so you can't even give me crap about that. <laughs> no, I think that this is, you know, to Talon's point, I think that this is one. This is a good example of when Disney gets it right. Yes, and when they yes. get it right, especially on a story that they wouldn't normally tell. You know, this Correct. is not a fairy tale. This is not a. There's no, no princesses. It, it, no, this wait is... a minute. Hold on. Now, I I've got to disagree with you on that because this right. is very much in the realm of what Disney would do. What does Disney do? I'm asking. What does Disney do? Fairy tales. They they take. No, if you go back, they go back to the original. Oh, they Disneyfy everything. Yeah, I mean, they clean they, they them take, up. They, they, yeah, they take the folk tales of the Grimm brothers. They they take the folk tales of other countries, and they Disneyfy them. All they right. did is they took a folk tale from America, which isn't as old as the rest of them, and they they Disneyfied it. But did I they mean, really Disneyfy it? I mean, honestly, there wasn't you know a little bit, a little bit, pretty close to the original story. It is, but they did yeah, do they, their own Disneyfication of it. I mean, it, it yeah. But they, they, what they do is they take the old folk tales that were supposed to be um, kind of warning tales. This is what happens if you deal with this. This is, you know, the old, you know, the, the tales. Stuff. Yeah, well, the, the Grimm stuff, stuff especially. Had, yeah. The Grimm yeah. Brothers. If you've gone back and read the original Those things Grimm are horrific. Brothers, oh, they're they, horrifying. Yeah, I mean. Right. So all <laughs> they did is they took a folk tale from a newer country. And they, they made it their own. I mean, they did the same thing with this that they've done with every other folktale that's ever been that's been collected. All right, let me ask I mean, you guys you're this. You're not wrong. Go ahead. Oh, how'd the Headless Horseman lose his head? Do what? How'd the Headless Horseman lose his head? Like, what was it? I, what was the whole honest, situation? He was, okay. I don't know. In, in, Wasn't he a German Hessian? He was that, a he was a Hessian lost? he was a Hessian mercenary that was, that was fighting in the revolution that that was right. hit with a cannonball had his head blown completely off. That's right. And yeah, that, so of course Disney's not putting that <laughs> in the in there. Uh, yeah. But but that is in, in like I said in Irving's story they 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 kind of they they really kind of go into that a little more of of uh you know of them talking about the revolution like that's one of the, the when they're at um at um uh, van tassel's party you know is his it's his harvest party it's not a halloween party in the in the book yeah. um and that's what they what they originally start with is people talking about their war stories uh, because these are people yeah. who actually fought in the war 
And then as the night goes on, it anytime, turns it turns you get into, into war stories. Yeah. you start getting into the ghost stories. Right, but that's another thing that like, and that Ichabod Crane was very superstitious, and so he had like, um, uh, oh, what's the guy's name? Like, um, he 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 would like sit and talk with a lot of the the women, you know, like, uh, and that and, and that listen to their stories of ghosts and everything. And he was really into. I can't remember the name of the book now. Uh, he he was really into like all that stuff, you know. Like he really believed in the spirits and wishes and ghosts and all that kind of stuff. And but so it was. You like, got to also remember this is the about time the same when time it was right. American yeah. spiritualism was starting to come into effect when people were some of it. To, yeah, that yeah. didn't really. It really kicked off after the Civil War more than 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 now. But it, it was already had a foothold. You know, this is no. It it did after the Civil War is when American spiritualism really kicked off. Um, I was thinking it was before the Civil no. War. No, I mean it, it had a foothold, but it was after that, and a lot of the, the and again, this is just stuff that I've either read or, or listened to other people podcasts talking about how that was a thing that really because a lot of people lost kids, you know, they they lost sons, and and, and they wanted to be able to try to you know to make sure that they were okay and that kind of stuff, and that's when it really okay, kicked off, you that. know. So it's and then Harry Houdini completely like you know just completely shattered all of that in the early 20th century yeah. so yeah <laughs> exposed it for what yeah, it was I can, so i can see that but yeah god i wish i could remember the name of the person um the name of that book it's a it's a famous book famous author that's actually dropped in this that was all about you know like uh, witches and everything so anyway uh obviously i have i've i have not had enough coffee today and uh, i can't can't pull all this stuff but yeah um uh, we love this story um if you have disney plus uh it is available on there uh it's also don't available go, on blue ray don't go look for Headless Horseman or Legend of Sleepy No, Hall. you have it's to find it. It's under the it's Adventures un- of Ichabod, Mr. Toad. Yes, that's what it's listed under in Disney+. Plus. Uh, there's also a DVD and Blu-ray release of this. Um, it's available it's, it's available multiple places um, to, to watch. Uh, I think it may, you probably can find it on YouTube if you go look far enough. Uh, but, yeah, it's well worth it. It's something you can sit your kids down in front of. Now, if they're real little, I might not because that last chase scene is pretty intense. Um, oh, one other thing before we get out of here. Excuse me. I love that when the horse, the headless horseman comes riding through, that his horse is uh, is throwing sparks off of his shoes. That's yes. one of those little details that's in there. That's like, um, that's like, oh wow, that is that is pretty cool. Uh, they really did. The animators really went above and beyond on this one. Um, yeah. So and and no no matter how you feel about the Tim Burton. Uh, Legend of Sleepy Yeah, it's Hollow. crap. So, uh-huh. um, he actually pulled elements directly out of this cartoon to put in that movie. Oh yeah, you go uh, back that, to, yeah, that doesn't. Oh, oh no! I mean, it's it's almost shot for shot in some scenes. And if you go back and watch it, you'll see the parallels between. Do you want this me to spend the next twenty minutes and, talking about how bad that movie was? Wrong with that movie? <laughs> no, no, no. When you have a cast like Christina Ricci, Johnny Depp, and Christopher Walken, Christopher and you Walken. still <laughs> produce a flaming turd like that one was, no. Yeah. I know, I know. It beautiful. It looked beautiful. I'll give it that. Oh, yeah. But it's a... I mean, it's... It's, it's a vibe. You know, aesthetically, <laughs> it looked great, but the you story gotta be an, was... 
you got to be in the right mood to go watch yeah, it. Like I said, like I've always said about Tim Burton, it's style over substance. So. All right, before we get into a big fight, uh, everybody make sure and uh, well, first off, thank you so much for uh, for joining us here for Oktoberfest. Um, Absolutely, we, we've had we had a blast, and we we look for like we always say it's the most wonderful time of the year, and we've had a real <laughs> blast doing all these this these episodes. Um, and sharing them with you, and you guys apparently really love them too, because you've been talking about them a lot over in Discord, um, and we've gotten a lot of really positive hey, and, feedback. And thanks yeah. for being over on Discord. Absolutely, yes. join Discord yet? You need to come over and join the fun. That's right, and Absolutely. the link is in the show description, as well as our email address. Which, if you've listened to us for any amount of time, you know that we will read your your emails on the episode. Uh, also, uh, our link to our Instagram. And make sure to like and subs- make sure and subscribe to the podcast if you're not. Um, yes, please. Uh, you can also, if you go and look us up on YouTube, you can you can see the or you can hear the episodes there. I know they're not like all fancy fancified with us, our faces on or anything, but but the audio is there hey, believe, as well. I know Miss. Believe so me when I say all three. All three of us have faces for radio, so you don't really want to see us, I promise. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's for sure. <laughs> the, uh, speak for yourself. Uh, so <laughs> Especially Alan. Yeah, yeah, Alan yeah. is a face that only for radio. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, but yeah, make sure and uh, like, subscribe, share hey, us with other people. If you have other Do fr- us a you- favor. Do us a favor. Write a review for us. Yes, it, it takes just a couple couple minutes out of your day, but it helps us so yeah. much. It, it we, does we one. Really it does a lot for us, and it costs you nothing. You know, I mean that quite honestly. So, and we appreciate it, guys, so much. We're going to be back um, later here in a, a few days with our first episode of November. I can't believe we're already getting into November. This is crazy. This hey, year has it's flown almost by. Time for turkey and dressing, I, and I'm yes. fine with that. I'm fine with that. And then we'll discuss that other hideous holiday that's out there at another point. So that's <laughs> uh, that's looming. I don't looming. consider it, don't <laughs> consider it hideous. I just need it to wait its turn. Yeah, there is that too. It's always it's always skipping in line. So, uh, all right, guys, thank you so much. I am Alan Smith. I'm the other guy, Big Dave, and I'm Barry. And we would like to say Happy Halloween, Happy Oktoberfest, and we will see you very very soon. See ya! There's no spook like spook and spurn. They don't like him and he's really burned. He swears to the longest day he's dead. He'll show them that he can get ahead. They say he's tired of his flaming top. He's got a yen to make a swap. So he rides one night each year to find a head in the hollow here. Or in the middle, or awake Black or white, or even red The headless horseman needs a head With a hip, hip, and a clippity-clop She's out looking for a top chop So don't stop to figure out a plan You can't reason with a headless man Now if you doubt this tale is so I met that spook just a year ago now, I didn't stop for a second look, but made for the bridge that spans the brook. But once you cross that bridge, my friend, the throw his power in. So, when you're riding home tonight, make for the bridge with all your might. He'll be down in the hollow there. He needs your head. Look out! Beware! With a hip, hip, and a clippity-clop. 
Jean's out looking for a head to swap, so don't try to figure out a plan. You can't reason with a headless man.